Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to That Sister Is Real. It's your girl, Aaliyah. Hope y'all feeling fine, fun, and fabulous. I decided to go ahead and swing back around. I know a lot of y'all said, don't leave, don't leave. Well, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. I'm definitely going to play this a little bit differently like I compared to what I used to do. Um, a lot of our episodes are going to be a lot different. Um, we're going to stick to certain subjects a little bit more than others. I was, you know, kind of going through different seasons fairly quickly, like I gave you guys maybe like three or four episodes and then we'll move into a new season but we decided we're going to stick to one big season and it's going to be a season on PCOS we're going to talk about it we're going to kind of dive into more different subjects of it I know I did a PCOS and weight loss I did a little bit of fertility so we're just going to really kind of jump back into it and kind of break it down even more I'm going to reintroduce it to everyone so if you are one of my current listeners well shout out to y'all for being my day ones but if you're new I want to be able to reintroduce PCOS um, I starting to see that it's a lot more prevalent a lot more people are speaking about it a lot more people are doing their own avenues and conversations about it so why not go ahead and just bring it out there you know just really get down to the nitty-gritty and then I will be moving into another conversation that I have recently announced about being in nursing school I know a lot of people had questions about that kind of what am I doing kind of my pros and cons how's the semester going so I'm going to get to that way later like several months from now just because there's still a lot of things going on a lot of moving pieces and I just kind of still want to focus on that so for now we're going to speak about what we really know um I know we enjoyed a lot of self-healing kind of getting back to the basics but I do feel that PCOS is really more important to kind of top off with this conversation so with that being said go ahead and sit back and relax let's get down to it today we're going to really introduce what is PCOS and kind of go on from there so again shout out to y'all thank you for the 3.9k listens love y'all so much but let's get into it Alrighty, alrighty. Let's get down to it. Um, let's talk about it. What is PCOS? So a lot of people know PCOS as the pearls on your ovaries. Well, honestly, the name is very misconstruing. PCOS is more than just the pearls on your ovaries or the heavy, you know, excessive weight gain, um, heavy periods. It's more than just that. PCOS is an endocrine hormonal disorder, meaning it affects from head to toe. Your endocrine system is highly important about regulating hormones and things within the body. So if that is off alignment or off whack, it is going to create issues from the inside out. And that's kind of what PCOS is. Um, A lot of people are just like, okay, where does PCOS come from? How do you get it? Well, as what we know for right now, PCOS is hereditary. So it is within the genetics of, you know, getting it from your mother side of the family. Now, there is no clear cut information just of yet about PCOS as far as like, does it go on in the womb? Does it really, you know, our environment? Is it something that can be self-induced? Maybe like, you know, eating a lot of processed foods. We don't know that information 
information. So right now, PCOS is such a finicky kind of conversation as far as like, where do you start? How do you start really breaking down the aspects of PCOS and how can you really like maneuver to really understanding it? But for what we know, and as an advocate for it, this is the basic information and the borderline basics of what you need to know about PCOS. PCOS is really hard um, to deal with and manage um, because there's different subtypes and subdivisions and a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people think, oh, well, my doctor just categorizes all together. I didn't know there's different branch offs. I was actually doing an interview the other day with someone who was interested about PCOS and she shared with me that she had one of the types where you don't have it on your ovaries. Like she went to an ultrasound, her ovaries were clear, they are normal, there's nothing there. But when she did blood work, it came back that she obviously had signs of PCOS prevalent in her blood usually whether it be high estrogen um low progesterone um it just there's different variations of blood tests that can kind of decipher whether it is an endocrine or imbalance going on within the body so and i told her well when i do my blood test it does not confirm that i have pcos it just says that i'm normal but when you look at my ovaries my ovaries show that i highly like it's heavy like i have pcos hardcore there's no going around it so i think a lot of women need to understand there's different subdivisions there's different types there are some who have very minimum symptoms meaning you don't get the weight gain you don't really have abnormal periods but you have a few things that are a little bit off um and usually those women usually can go on a basic diet or you know do simple herbal treatments and things like that and they kind of let their symptoms be dormant um, there's other women, for, for instance, like me, you know, I cannot go on basic diets. I cannot take certain herbal remedies or do keto for me to improve my symptoms. So like I said, there's different variations. There's a big spectrum of PCOS. PCOS is not just one person. It's not just one look. It is a variety of looks. So that's why I feel like when people say, well, I had um, PCOS, but I got rid of it. There's no such thing as getting rid of it. You can heal the endocrine system. You could probably alleviate symptoms where you never see that you ever have PCOS ever again, and it may feel like a cure, but anything can always alter that endocrine system again, and it can become back full blown. So again, there's a lot of misconstruing information because one person says, well, it didn't happen to me, so it doesn't count. Or if it, it didn't happen, well, this happened to me, so it counts. There's just too many different types of subdivisions. So I think a lot of women need to get that clear. And unfortunately, it's not a lot of women's fault because it's mainly the doctors because when you go and get diagnosed, they usually clump you together. Oh, you got weight gain? Cool. PCOS. Oh, you got facial hair? PCOS. Okay, cool. Go lose weight. That is the number one recommended remedy. It is not the recommended number one remedy. A, losing some weight absolutely can improve your overall well-being and it can help with some symptoms, but it's not as easy as what they are projecting onto women at the doctor's office, okay? So that's just kind of the fundamentals of PCOS, that there's more than one type of PCOS. Two, it is an endocrine hormonal disorder. 
So following with that, a lot of people have asked me, okay, well, why is it so hard to get diagnosed or what did you do to get diagnosed? Well, one, the reason why it's so hard for a lot of women to really get diagnosed because PCOS mocks a lot of other symptoms. PCOS is kind of under the same umbrella like um, endometriosis. And it's really hard sometimes for it to be differentiated just based off the symptoms because some people with endometriosis have weight gain, have facial hair and things like that. So it can be overlooked easily. So again, it just depends on the doctor. I think a lot of doctors are becoming more aware and how to spot it. And that's why it's becoming more easier for women to be like, okay, I just went to the doctor and found out I have PCOS. Um, compared to when I got diagnosed, it was just kind of like, mm, I think you have it. Go home kind of thing. So there's that. Um, ways to get diagnosed. Um, well, it starts with you as the patient. You know your body more than the doctors know you. So if you've been having periods horribly throughout your teen years since you started your periods, um, if you notice you started skipping months, if you notice excessive weight gain without doing nothing different to your diet, if you notice weight loss um, without doing much to your diet, if you notice you had a strange addiction to sugar, sugar is like your kryptonite. You, No matter how much you don't want it, but somehow your body's like fiending for it. Um, one, that could be a sign of diabetes, but also PCOS, which I'll get into that fun fact later. I'm going to wait. Um, but moving on. Um, you will notice that acne, hyperpigmentation, if you notice that you don't even pop your pimples and you're already getting scarring, um, a lot of ingrown facial hair is what I see. Women who shave and wax and notice that their hair grows back super quickly than a normal person, um, as well as getting hard, you know, a hard time getting pregnant. So there's different key innuendos that, Hey, I need to go to a doctor, um, I think why a lot of women don't like going to doctors is because it's the ignorance that doctors project onto patients. And it's not everybody. There is some really good doctors out here, and this is not to bash doctors, but there is room for growth in the healthcare when it comes to women's health. But for the most part, I think a lot of women are scared because they're like, okay, I'm going to go there and they're going to be like, go home, lose weight. That's your problem. Your parents are going to get so much better if you go home and lose weight. Well, let me tell you, okay? Before I found out I had PCOS, I was around 165 pounds. I was about maybe 20 pounds overweight, okay, for my age, my height, and everything. So no matter how many pounds I've tried to lose, my periods never gotten better, okay? And then when I got excessive weight gain, and now I'm bigger than I used to be when I started out before having a child, no matter how many pounds I've lost, 25 pounds, my periods are still out of whack. So I just feel that that is not everybody's case. Some women can lose weight and their periods go back to normal. Some people can, you know, lose weight and it doesn't go back to normal. I just don't feel like that is equally the same. So with that being said, I think a lot of women refuse to go to doctors because they're afraid of the whole, hey, you need to eat better, healthy, you need to do this, you need to do that, but I'm not going to give you no resources to help you. So there's that. And another reason why I think a lot of women don't like going in to get diagnosed with PCOS is because of fear of being dismissed. Oh, it's all in your head. Or, oh, you're just a stay-at-home mom, so your opinions don't matter. Or, oh, you just want attention. So I think if we kind of release that ignorance, I think a lot more women will take their health a lot more seriously or they feel the confidence to take it to where it needs to be, okay? Okay.
So that's kind of a general ballpark of PCOS. Um, I feel that it's a great start to a conversation. Um, I do feel over my next episodes, I am going to break it out by section. Like, what do you do after you get diagnosed? Like, what is the mental process you go through? Um, I've shared my story about PCOS being diagnosed. You guys can check it on my website at That Sister Girl, um, as well as go back to a few episodes in my early parts of my podcast where I talk about my story, um, just to kind of hear the dire effects what PCOS can cause. Um, Also, if you guys don't know that PCOS, PCO is all the same names. There's different acronyms for it. Um, A lot of people just use it the way they feel. PCOS stands for polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, Sometimes they call it polycystic ovarian. Um, It just, like I said, they're all the same context. They just are sometimes said differently. Um, We will be going back into fertility, kind of what does that look like from a military standpoint uh, versus a civilian standpoint. Um, We are going to be talking about a lot of different parts of PCOS. We're going to talk about weight loss, kind of some of the things I've been doing, kind of what I see out here as trends. And I do want to put this disclaimer here, and I should have put it in the beginning of this episode, that I am not a licensed professional. I am not a gynecologist. I'm not an endocrinologist. I am just a woman who deals with it. And I just find that my voice equally matters because one, I will never come to my platforms and give you false information that could be dire to your life. So anything you guys hear throughout my podcast is for you take it with a grain of salt. Um, If you find it inspirational to advocate better for yourself, I highly encourage that. But again, I am not liable for anything you choose to do outside of that. Some of these recommendations have been out there and been proven with studies. Um, if you go in all the PCOS groups, they also relay the same information. I'm going to say from my perspective, how I feel about this information, as far as like these, you know, get skinny schemes um, that are going around. But I'm also going to tell you to go and see a specialist. I am going to advocate for that despite the ignorance that you may see. Sometimes you might have to change doctors until you find one that is worth having or worth, you know, your care. But other than that, you know, I'm never going to come to this platform and give you guys false hope or, you know, tell you guys, yeah, yeah, go and do this, go and do that. You're going to be cured or you're going to be healthy because there is no care. And that would be just very dishonest of me. And that's what's the point of this podcast is that I'm real. Um, I'm one of the sisters that are real and I kind of educate you for your benefit. So that way, you know how to communicate with your doctor and make sure you're getting the best care possible. So I just wanted to put that there I will probably reiterate this message again in the beginning and then from there it will just it will be in the show notes as well but after maybe the first couple episodes it will just be mainly in the show notes but I just want to make sure that people are not going out there and be like well she recommended keto and I want to go do keto and now I'm very sick well it's her fault no 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 you chose to do keto on your own um and that's your repercussions for that. I always tell people to research, educate yourself on what you're doing to your body because a lot of these have a lot of consequences, especially if you have underlying suppressed issues that you didn't know you had, it could trigger them to come out. So just make sure you are mindful about what you're doing with your body 
and how you're doing it with your body, okay? Whether it be you taking supplements and things like that, acupuncture, things like that that I'll be going over, that is at your discretion and just make sure you guys are educating yourself about what you are doing, okay? So until then, I think I give y'all a lot of information as a welcome back introduction. Um, I, like I said, just wanted to kind of come back. I know a lot of women are needing that extra voice and that's why that sister is real is back in full in effect. Um, my posting schedule is going to be every Saturday, every Saturday, there's going to be a new episode, new episode. So make sure you guys stick tuned and make sure you guys are signed up on all your platforms. So that way you're able to, you know, be notified, um, and stuff. But until then, thank y'all so much for the love. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and see y'all next time. Bye.